0: Hey guys, two of my all-time favorite people have started a podcast. We've got a great episode for you today. Join us on eavesdropping with Melanie and Shira. Get connected to your heart, get connected to your body, and get connected to yourself. They may not have all the answers, but they do have all the questions.
1: I have performance anxiety about introducing this episode. So without further ado, what are we talking about today, Melanie? <laughs> that was so weird. That was hilarious. It what? Was, t- why did that happen? I don't. I don't. All of a sudden, I felt like this pressure, and uh, I, I, I was like, "Where is this pressure coming from?" I don't. I was. I'm like, because we just do this normal like back and forth anyways. It's oh unedited. It's Rob. All of a sudden, I was like, "Oh my gosh, I have to like be
0: witty or I don't know, interesting." <laughs> I love that you just jumped in, though. Like, you're like, I'm just going to be vulnerable right now. Honest. I just,
1: I find that when I start getting in my head about stuff, if yeah. I just start talking about what's going on in my head, mm-hmm. then the pressure releases. And then I'm I like, agree. it brings me back down into myself. And I'm like, oh, then I can connect to my emotions about it. It's great. So y'all just experienced
0: that. <laughs> that was awesome. That was awesome. Well, I want to talk about triggers today. I love triggers. Yeah, me too. I want to talk about those specifically because I work in, in realms where people have serious trauma Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and they're, they haven't learned, like for them, they're a victim to their trigger. Totally. They try to avoid a trigger. They get mad if someone triggers them. Yeah. Right? They, they get upset. What? (laughs) Do you know why? Why? Like, I think it just occurred to me. Tell me what you're thinking.
1: Because if your trigger is a physiological one, mm-hmm. right, um, and it's your nervous system, you immediately lose control mm-hmm. because your body takes over. Mm-hmm. And so I could see where you would want to avoid your triggers because you feel very out of control and you don't know how your body's going to respond. Okay. That may be way too early to
0: No talk I, about. It might be, but no, okay. I think it's great because... Okay. Let's acknowledge with triggers that there are emotional triggers mm-hmm. yeah. and there are physiological triggers yes. where mm-hmm. the emotional ones, you're, you have a sense of autonomy in the midst of them. Yeah. Your emotions might feel overwhelming. They're really high. They're really yeah. high. You mm-hmm. might feel like you're drowning in them. Yes. But you still have your wits about you. Yes. Mm-hmm. You can still make choices in the midst mm-hmm. of that. Whereas a physiological trigger <laughs> is your amygdala hijack hijacking. Hijacks, yes. Something happened that triggers your amygdala mm-hmm. and whew, you're flooded with hormones. Yeah. You don't have control over that. Nope. You you're on a roller coaster ride until it's over. Yes. hmm Yeah. So that's great. We just broke that down. Great. <laughs> now everyone
1: knows. Because I don't think I knew until recently. Mm-hmm. I didn't know I honestly didn't know the difference Mm -hmm. until I started experiencing it myself. So once I discovered that, it Mm -hmm. was very eye-opening to like, oh, I literally lose control
0: of how my body's going to respond. Yeah. Yeah. And when your body, oh, I don't want to make this about bodies, so I'm going to pull this back. (sighs) Okay. Pull it back. But back onto the triggers. Yeah. I do often see where people do feel victim to it, right? And so I actually don't know if they're having a physiological Mm -hmm. one. So I think that's actually a really great point. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take that into, like, into my, put it in my toolbox. Yeah. Because, um, and I'll start asking that. Like, tell me about your triggers. Mm -hmm. What does it feel like? Mm -hmm. Because... We know that there are, there's help for this when it's a physiological. Yes, there is. Yeah. Yeah. You can do things to help your nervous system. Yes, absolutely. So you might need to get those tools to get your body back on, on, uh. Regulated. Yeah. Regulated. Get it back online. Get it back. The system's back up. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's going to need attention. A lot of attention. Yeah. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So, um, we can talk about that maybe in another episode. What's it look like to do that, but. Let's say it's an emotional trigger. Mm-hmm. Um, triggers are good. Oh yeah. Even even the physiological ones. Even the are
1: physiological good. ones. I agree. As scary and out of control as they feel. Yeah. They're actually they're really really good.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I think like checking your narrative is really important. Because mm-hmm. they are good. Yeah. They and I think
1: again because people feel out of control or flooded Mm -hmm. that feels really scary and therefore we label being triggered as bad Mm -hmm. but i think most of the time the reason we consider it bad is because we don't have tools to help us navigate those times and when yet we end up saying or doing things that we really regret or that hurt people Mm -hmm. that and create messes that we have to clean up
0: later and that's hard yeah yeah i've had um Well, let me just, I've had to also like change the narrative of what a trigger is. Mm -hmm. Like I used to also think like they made me mad or they upset me or they set me off or they're this and and I would lay the blame outward instead of taking ownership or getting curious about that trigger. Yeah. I would just label it and try to avoid it. Mm -hmm. Right. And so, um, or attack it. One or the other. I attack it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but starting to discover like triggers are good because they're exposing what's ready to be healed. Yes. That's mm. That has served me so well. Yeah. Tell me about your process. Um, I
1: think triggers come up and this is a really weird way to view it but i actually think you begin to be triggered when you feel safe enough to face the pain yes or the problem when it's ready Mm -hmm. and so i think uh, the interesting thing is people get all upset and bothered by them when to me it's an indicator of how safe you feel
0: yeah
1: which um, if you're experiencing a physiological trigger it doesn't feel very safe because Your nervous system has hijacked and and there is a a loss of control right so it doesn't feel safe Mm -hmm. but the fact that your body feels safe enough to have that kind of a response speaks volumes to your ability to face whatever it's choosing to bring up yeah so even in emotional triggers Many times I've created space around my emotional triggers so that I can get curious. Yeah. And I think where this happens the most is in arguments with whoever, a loved one, mm-hmm. right, your romantic partner. Um, you have these big blow-up conversations, both of you are triggered and then you start saying things that you regret later. Yeah. Rather than recognize, oh, I'm triggered, oh you're triggered. Let's take space and be curious about what's happening inside of us because what we're what we're facing is we're not being honest about what we're scared mm-hmm. about most of the time it's fear, yeah um or whatever, we have to take an honest look, yeah, at what's happening,
0: right I think um too, like triggers can also look like in couples, um just shutting it down too, right, like mm-hmm. maybe they don't have an argument, hmm maybe they get triggered and they shut down totally one hundred percent or. Maybe they get triggered and they start, like, trying to fix it and, f- and yeah. be, like, overly accommodating. Accommodating, yeah. Right? That's also a response. Mm-hmm. Um, But it's not true to what you really need. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, I just want to bring up that point because it's not always arguments.
1: Right. Yeah, and it's not always high emotion. No. Right? No. Although... Uh, I would say, I think the reason I call mine high emotion, even though externally I shut down and get silent, Uh is because I'm still experiencing the high emotion, even though the person in the conversation is not.
0: Yeah. I also want to, since you mentioned high emotion, because I'm thinking like, there's so many people who numb out to their emotions, and so they have high emotions and they're unaware. (laughs) Yeah, that's called disassociation. So the, right? There might be people who are, uh, yeah. who are listening who are like, oh, I don't get high emotions, that, that doesn't happen to me. What would you say to that? You're disassociated, okay. that's okay. That feels like a
1: very normal response depending on the things that occurred to bring you to that, mm-hmm. to bring you to the conclusion that that was the safest place to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as you begin to reconnect, it's going to feel scary because now you're gonna feel highs and lows and that can feel out of control even though it is a normal emotional regulating response mm-hmm. to have high positives and high negative. Yeah. Which I don't like assigning positive or negative to emotion, but for the sake of our listeners yeah. who don't know that. Right. Right? You're going to you're going to experience like, "Oh, I, I shouldn't feel this sad." But how do I also feel this happy, right? Mm-hmm. It can feel a little bit dysregulating yeah. when you have learned that it can be safer to
0: not feel. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I wanted to talk about, too, like the the play of the nervous system because there's, there are things you can do to help it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and some of those things are nature, mm-hmm. cold, cold experience. So like cold water right. or cryotherapy, not cryotherapy. What is it called? Yeah, cryotherapy. Is that what it's called? hmm Um, things like that. hmm There's even things like gargling.
1: Yeah. Breathing. So gargling. Breathing. Mm-hmm. Um, gargling stimulates your vagus nerve. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also breathing, doing the four in, hold seven, release eight.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's interesting. The thing about the eight out, mm-hmm. so you're you're holding, you take in less breath, you're holding mm-hmm. less mm-hmm. than what you blow out. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. the vagus nerve, nerve ends at the diaphragm. Mm-hmm. And so it's like that extra push on the diaphragm mm-hmm. to get it that up. stimulates that nerve. Mm-hmm. And so that's why it's important. Like I wanna point that out. Yeah. It's why it's important to have that extra have a long exhale. A longer exhale. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Caroline Leaf, she she actually calls that breath the executive function breath. Okay. Cause she says it puts your brain back into the executive function. Yeah. Where you're actually thinking
1: yeah.
0: with that forward thought.
1: Yeah.
0: And higher cognition, not not the reptile brain. Right. I love that stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so on emotional triggers, do you want to share like an experience you've personally had where you were emotionally triggered? Oh, totally. Just to give some examples. Yeah. So
1: I had, um, I was living with two girls and I, at the time I was experiencing some health issues, which would be triggered by heat. Oh, And so when I came home one day, the air conditioner had not turned on and the house was at 80 degrees. Uh And my emotions went through the roof, mainly because I was scared that I would trigger because of the heat. Mm -hmm. Right? So um, went in. uh, My housemate had fallen asleep. She didn't even realize it it hadn't been turned on. Um, I got upset that it had not been turned on. So I went and turned it on. Um, and then I took a minute in my room to like calm down because also my body was triggering because of the heat. Yeah. Um, and then once I realized what was happening, I went back and apologized. I was like, Hey, I realized that I got upset about the air conditioner. That's not why I was upset. Mm-hmm. Physically, physically, my body triggers in heat and I was really scared that you would not want the air on and i would not be able to care for my body in the way that it needs mm-hmm. right and so um when that so i the reason i call that an emotional trigger is because like
0: um, it was a
1: fear well the situation was like at a two yeah maybe a four right right but my response was like a 10 yeah my emotional response was like a 10 mm-hmm. i was super upset yeah Right, and that's when I recognized, oh, my response is not like at a level four. Yeah. My response is at a ten and the and the scenario is like at a four. Yeah. Um and so then I would that's when I was realised like, oh, I need to get curious about what's happening inside. And yeah, of course I was scared.
0: Yeah. So break it down a little bit mm-hmm. in a how to. Oh, how to do that? Yeah. So like let's break that down. Using that example since okay. everyone has that story now. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um if they want to get more connected to triggers, uh-huh. have triggers be their friend, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, a messenger, yeah, you know that's gonna help them, yeah, like break that down on a how to. Well,
1: number one, I would say that it's helpful before you even are in the middle of a trigger to give yourself permission to give space to explore, mm-hmm. right? So if you give yourself permission before you experience a trigger, mm-hmm. you're more likely in the middle of a trigger to pull back and mm-hmm. say, hey, I need a minute to get curious. You probably won't even say that because mm-hmm. cognitively, you will not right. be aware enough to say that, Right. but you'll recognize, oh, I need some distance to figure myself out. Mm-hmm. And so at that point, I'd already been practicing that, giving myself permission yeah. to ask for distance so I could figure myself out. And then when I was in my room, um I just laid on my bed and just like, "Hey, why are you upset? Mm-hmm. Why is this bothering you? Yeah. What's the actual emotion that's happening here?" So you didn't blame. Oh, no, I moved blame. Yeah, blame was never mm-hmm. So if I have high emotional responses at this point, I I pretty much recognize it has nothing to do with anyone else. Mm-hmm. They're, they're simply the tool that's exposing yeah. something in me. Right. Um, and so I just take time to myself and then figure out what's going on inside of me and how I want, what does an imitation look mm-hmm. like to mm-hmm. the person? Um, because every scenario will look differently. Yeah. Um, but there are the, uh, the four questions that I recommend on a regular basis, which yeah. are, um, what are you feeling? Why are you feeling that? Mm-hmm. What do you need? Mm-hmm. And how are you going to get that need met? Yeah, and that those feel really simple to like keep in your phone or in your journal mm-hmm. to be able to like work through
0: a trigger to be able to see what's actually happening. yeah. So another way to hold space for yourself. yeah mm-hmm. um, if you can't like if you're in a moment, you don't have those questions. Nearby, mm-hmm. you just keep asking yourself why yeah. until you find you get you reach the bottom. Yeah, just keep asking why, 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 why? Mm-hmm. and not a why with judgment, right? But a why with, with curiosity. Curiosity, yeah. So, okay, so you're removing blame, mm-hmm. you're getting inquisitive about yourself, yeah, you're asking yourself questions, mm-hmm. you're connecting to yourself, yeah, you're giving yourself the space, mm-hmm. and then what. Um, and then I
1: recognized that I need to repair, right? So, (laughs) I had woken up my housemate with anger. Uh (laughs) Yes. Right? Um... (laughs) Which, I don't know if anybody's been woken up by somebody else Sucks. who's angry at you. Sucks. It's not super great. Um, <laughs> it's wonderful for connection. Um, so I realized, like, oh, there was disconnect because I kind of came at her mm-hmm. angry. Mm-hmm. And so I recognized, like, oh, I need to be honest and vulnerable in the moment. So that, um, mainly because I want to be known, right? Not so she yeah. can understand me. Not so she has an explanation. Those Those are usually never... My reasons because I think there's expectation behind those. Mm-hmm. Um, I do it so that I can be known. Yeah. And then whether or not they choose to know me is their choice, right? Yeah. But at least I'm choosing into being seen. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just went in, hey, I'm so sorry I was angry. I recognize now that I was scared because of my health issues. Yeah. And I was scared that you were going to say no and I would not be able to care for my body the way that I need to. Mm-hmm. Um, and the conversation ended up being really great. They're like, sorry, I fell asleep, not a big deal. Yes, we can run the air, right? It was, It actually wasn't a big deal. Right. But my mind had, because my emotion was so high, yeah. my mind had written all these stories mm-hmm. about how I was not going to have access to my own air conditioner. Right, right. Right. And so w- when I came at her in anger, that's the, those were the stories running through my head. Mm-hmm. Whereas when I went in with invitation of like, Hey, I'm scared because my body's in this place, and right. I need to be able to care for it. I was like, "Well, if, well, yeah, of course,
0: mm-hmm. right? There was no question." Mm-hmm. And there can even be a trigger within that too, right? Like, mm-hmm. it connects to the past when you didn't mm-hmm. feel cared yeah. for, yeah, and attended to, totally things like that. And so, or even when I didn't care for myself, yeah, <laughs> there's so yeah. much that can yeah. unravel yes. through that, and it doesn't have to all unravel in that moment, yeah. But the minute you start giving space for yourself, a safe space when you do trigger. Yeah. Then you will trust yourself to be a safe place. Right. To give more. Yeah. Yeah. It's so interesting how it unfolds. Mm -hmm. It is. Yeah. It really is. What's ready to come, comes. Right. We don't have to go digging for things. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. (laughs) You don't. No. You don't. Nope. So just follow the trigger. Yep. Yeah. Well, guys, I hope that was helpful. Um, Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening, and I hope you're enjoying this first round of eavesdropping with my friend, Cheryl Pettis. If you are, please rate, review, and subscribe so more people can catch a listen. And... Please stick around because a new round of episodes are coming with a new friend and you won't want to be missing my time with Rachel.